what's happening everybody we're here red zone dfs we're doing the shows a little bit differently this week since we're all not going to be able to get together to do our one big show so i'm going to be taking you guys through uh what i wanted to focus on this week which was my favorite stacks and then some of my sleeper plays just kind of across the board so sleepers for me are going to be low owned um you know, higher value guys that I think can really help you break the slate. Pretty wild slate. We have a lot of really, really pretty wild projections. And I think that we've got some interesting things to take a look at. So let's start it off. So we're going to go through stacks, right? So I'm just going to kind of talk about a lot of different things here. And my number one stack that I want to talk about that I think is going to go very overlooked because the bears are terrible and this stack is really expensive, is the Mahomes stack, okay? It is going to be super low-owned, all right? However, with it being low-owned, I I still think it has a tremendous opportunity to to be the biggest stack of the week. The easy – you don't have to go all in for it. There is a nice run back where I I think the DJ Moore – had a you know fine week last week. We all know that Justin Fields is really terrible. Nothing we can really do about that. It just kind of is what it is at this point, right? So, so if you can get the Mahomes stack with Kelsey, it's expensive, right? You're looking at about fifteen thousand five hundred dollars just for those two players. Now, it sucks because you know those are premium players. And there is a lot of really good value on slate this week, but I think that there's enough value where you can get to this stack and access it. You can see right here, Mahomes is only 8% projected ownership, super low compared to some of the other guys out there, right? Josh Allen at 11%, you know, Kirk Cousins at 15 people really like Kirk. Normally I don't worry about, you know, quarterback ownership that much, but man, for Kirk. I mean, we're starting to get up there a little bit, right? The, the, the Chargers stack in the Minnesota game, that's obviously going to be a very popular game. I'm probably not going to get to that one as much. I like this guy right here, Mike Williams, quite a bit. If we're talking about, you know, pieces that we want to kind of, kind of try and pick off from that game. Mike Williams is, I think a guy that's been a little bit quiet so far this year is, as you can see with the you know the darker green here, rates out really well from a points per dollar uh, standpoint and does have a pretty good boom rate and positive optimal leverage. So, you know, the optimals are liking him more than the uh than than the uh, percent than the uh, people are owning him this week, which is why we're getting a positive leverage there, right? Combine him with Justin Herbert, who's you know the second highest base projection of the week that's going to be my second favorite stack you can run it back with a few different people okay Eckler is not playing last week I should have played more Herbert when Eckler doesn't play Herbert throws the hell out of the ball to Keenan Allen and to Mike Williams so you can play all three of those guys it's going to be chalky but look, when it's chalky, we just talked about it, and you can run it back with Jefferson, and I per- personally like Osborne as a run back as well if you want to do a full game stack. But look, when individual players get chalky, 
that doesn't mean you can't stack them. Okay. Nobody, not many people out there are going to do full on game stacks. And I think this is the week where it really makes sense. If you go back and you know, you look at some lineups from last week, the Millie winner didn't even have a run back. You don't have to have a run back. I really like Jefferson as a run back. I think Hawkinson can be an interesting run back. If you want to pick one or both, you know, that that's something that you can take a look at. Um, but really, I think that it, it's a, it's a pretty good spot there. Right. And it's just something that, you know, I, I, I should have ran it more last week. I'm a little bummed to myself that I didn't, but you know, here, here we are. Right. Another game. If we're just looking around some, you know, picking off some guys with some of the highest totals here. Um, if we're looking at ceiling projections, which is something that I like to do a little bit because when I'm playing GPPs, um, when I'm using run the Sims, I look like to look at ceiling projections because, well, I don't really care about anything else. I'm trying to get as many guys that can hit their ceiling or in the 75 percentile range. So that's because that's how you win tournaments. It's pretty simple, right? So if we're looking at some guys, so again, this brings me back to my Chargers stack. We have, you know, one, two, three guys in the top one, two, three, four, five, six three out of the top six have the highest projected ceilings on the slate. You got to try and get to that. Now, like I said, it is going to be expensive. So you're going to have to find some value elsewhere. And we'll get into that a little bit later, right? That's where kind of my value low owned sleepers are going to be right. Cause you know, we don't want to just get to value, especially in this specific build that's super chalky. But again, if we're playing three max single entry, which is what I mostly play, you don't have to worry about the chalk so much. It's really just go, just go play your guys, right? So, I mean, so that's an interesting one to me. So if we're we're gonna scroll down, I think that the uh, the Lawrence stack, I think that this Jacksonville Houston game could be a sneaky sneaky game. Um, I think ETN is a really nice play this week. Um, there's Kelsey, right? 13%, you know, look who he's popping up right there. There he comes back. Mike Williams is right there. I I think that there's a couple of games that are sneaky. I think that the Dallas stack with no runbacks from Arizona is definitely an interesting choice. Um, that's one where if you, you know, you don't have to run something back on the other side. Uh, I really like that. Um, there's I, I like the the Lawrence, the T Law, ETN, Ridley stack is something that I really like. You can run it back with Tank Dell, you can run it back with Nico Collins, who's just getting peppered with targets, and somebody that I really like. I really like ETN and I really like Collins, right? So even if you just wanted to run like a mini correlation stack within some of these other larger games that you're stacking. That's kind of a nice way to do it. So you have like a main stack, plus you have ETN, Collins in that little correlation there where you're thinking that, you know, Jacksonville's going to be winning. Houston's going to have to be throwing the ball more. So you're going to be able to pick that up. Something that's super attractive to me. Um, 
so if we're looking for some more uh, quote unquote value, right? Because again, we're going to try and play some of these, some of these heavy stacks that we just talked about. I like to go uh, and run the Sims and I like to use the points per dollar uh, filter. If it'll decide to work for us right now, I hope it does. Uh, that's not what we want right there. We want this. Okay. So you start, as you start to go down, you just want to keep an eye on the left-hand side for the salary. The first guy that comes to mind is going to be Durham Smythe. He's a tight end in Miami who's been getting all of the run. This is very, very similar to the Hayden Hurst play that I nailed week one. Okay. Getting a ton of, ton of volume. He's getting all the reps. He's getting all the passing reps. So he's a guy that I would like to get to, especially at 2,900. I mean, that's a fantastic price. I like paying down for tight end when possible. I think it's a really good price to pay for someone like that. We're going down. We're trying to look a little bit more. Um, we're trying to find some position players and mine some value out of those guys, right? Zach Ertz is another interesting one, but again, for the same, for a little bit cheaper, I would just like to go to Durham Smythe. Um, interesting now, just to, just as an anecdote here, that Raheem Mostert looks like he's starting to pick up a little bit of a, a little bit of a ownership, which which is definitely interesting. Um, Donald Parham, if you're going to run, if you wanted to try and make that Charger stack a little cheaper, um, you can see that he has roughly the same points per dollar value as Keenan Allen does. At only 2,700, um, doesn't have a great base projection, but if he catches a touchdown, and if you wanted to, you know, get away from Mike Williams, or you know something like that, I think it makes a ton of sense, right? Um, another guy, there's Tank Dell. We talked about him earlier, 3,600. Really, really like this spot for Tank Dell. Um, he's on the field all the time. Um, Projected beyond at about 7%. I don't love that, but I do like the spot for him. Gus Edwards, basically the only show in town. Um, for Baltimore, I don't know why a lot of people aren't really playing him. I get it. Um, Lamar is probably going to be running a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I just, he's an interesting one that we could get to, you know, at 5,300. I think that Gus Bus, if you're looking for, lower dollar value to mix in with some of these expensive stacks. I think he could definitely be that guy. Um, I think it's going to be probably an ugly game. So I like that one quite a bit. Keep We keep going down the list here. KJ Osborne is one I already talked about in that game. It fits really nicely as a cheap run back at 4,000. Um, you know, I know the Addison is there. I get it. Um, but here we go to one of my favorite value plays of the week in Josh Downs. I know that um, you know, Pittman's garnering a lot of the, but with Gardner Minshew in there down now, okay, he is going to throw the ball. They have no one at running back. The Baltimore Ravens are going to line up and make Gardner Minshew throw the ball to beat them. I think it's a really, really interesting spot and something that I would really like to get to. Um, if you're looking to pay up a little bit more for tight end, I don't hate Hunter Henry right here. He's in, he's in a definitely an interesting spot. 
Um, no love for John O. Smith for me. That'll be a big pass. Uh, I don't know exactly why Adam Thielen is 3,900. I get that, you know, he's now going to have the red rocket throwing him the ball, but that's really good value. Um, uh, he, his ownership's creeping up a little bit relative to what he is, but again, you know, I like him. There's Kelsey again, solid on the points per dollar, solid on the base projection, highest ceiling projected tight end of the week. Again, I just, I think Kelsey's just a must play this week. I don't care that he's expensive. I think that he's very worth it. He has not had that spike game yet. And rest assured, it is coming. I don't know when that's going to be, but it's definitely coming. Okay. So we're, we're continuing on down the list here. We're trying to find some value. There's Nico Collins at 5,300. That's a good price tag for him. Uh, I'm not really so, so sure I'm sold on this Rashid Shahid yet. Derek Carr does like to get him the ball quite a bit, though. So that's definitely something to be concerned. No real, like, crazy dead men value this week, though, as you can see. I think Curtis Samuel is probably a pretty interesting play um, going up against Buffalo. He's been on the field a fair amount. Um, He's a fair price at 3,700. You just can't expect too much out of him. Jake Ferguson, I think, is another good option at cheap tight end. I just wish, wish they were playing somebody a little bit better because who knows, they really may not be able to do anything. Uh, the Cardinals, that is. Isaiah Pacheco is an interesting guy that could be an option. <laughs> now, we're talking about stacks. If you want to get really crazy, I played around with one. Last week, I had a lot of success with running the Danny Dimes stack after we got the really terrible Danny Dimes game, okay? Well, everyone, the entire world just seems to be shitting all over Justin Fields right now. Rightfully so. Don't think he's very good. But the fact of the matter is they got to do something. They invested a ton in this kid, and they really have no choice. So what are they going to do? I think that Justin Fields, who's who's 7,100, he's pretty expensive. No one's going to play him there, okay? But you can get a cost savings at quarterback. You can go to DJ Moore, who's only 5,700, and then you can go to Pacheco. And then you can get Kelsey, okay? You got four players to a game there. And you've got an average remaining salary of 4900 left. All right. So if we go, let's see. Let's put the Jets in there for defense. That gives us 5400 Okay. Uh, I'm going to put in Josh Downs because I, I just particularly like Josh Downs quite a bit this week. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get to ETN here. 6,900, we can get to ETN. I'm going to see if I can get to the run back of ETN, which would have been Nico Collins. And then you're left with your last position to fill out at 6,100. Ton of options uh, in your flex spot there, whoever you want to run, whoever you feel best about. Um, But I mean, I think that that's a pretty solid lineup right there. Now, I don't know what it could do specifically, but I like the options for it, right? Field is going to be basically unowned, right? He, he's, he's, let's go take a look at the quarterbacks here. 
So let's deselect all these so we can get to all the quarterbacks. Yeah, I'm on. All right, just quarterbacks now. Let's sort by salary. Okay, here's Fields. Terrible projection, 1% ownership. Okay, but look, if he starts running, if this is a blowout and he starts running around, this this is the, this is the where fantasy is different from 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 just watching football or even regular fantasy football, right? In your you know twelve team or ten team home league that you play in or any league that you play in, you don't care about ownership. You don't care about these different things, right? But I think overall, this scoring environment in this game is going to be really high. I've got this. I've got ETN as a running back. I've got Pacheco, who's now getting 73% of the, the carries in the backfield. I've got the highest projected tight end in Kelsey. You know, I've got the Jets defense, which is, you know, hey, who knows, but they're playing at home. They're an underdog. And then what you can do to round out your lineup, there's a bunch of different stuff. You could go with an Amari Cooper. You could go with Miles Sanders, who's just he hasn't really like had that game yet, but he's going up against Seattle on the road with Andy Dalton. You can expect that they're going to run the ball quite a bit. You could run Brees Hall, so you could get that access to the Jet stack right there. Like, there's a ton of stuff that you could do. So look, it's an afternoon game too. It seems like a lot of people tend to shy away um, from those afternoon type games um so look i think i think you should just go for it right i think it's a really good option um and i think that the field stack is something that you could get really weird with and maybe you know take down a pretty good tournament for something that people just go oh man he sucks blah 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 yeah he's a look this stack could totally fail but if we're playing even single entry or three max gpps we're not doing it just to maybe kind of get by, right? So again, so let's do a little recap here. Um, so my favorite stacks, obviously Minnesota Chargers are a great stack. I personally like going with the Chargers side of that stack. I like the Mahomes, Kelsey, and then whoever you want to mix in from Chicago. I like DJ Moore as the run back there. I like the converse side of that as well playing Fields, DJ Moore, Pacheco, and Kelsey as a four-person stack to a lineup. Um, I really like the um, – uh, well, what was the other one we were talking about? Uh, the Baltimore The Baltimore one is one we didn't mention, but I like that. I really like the Lions uh, stack as well. I think that's going to be interesting. I'm going to dive into that a little bit more. But my third favorite overall stack is going to be that Jaguars stack. So I like playing, if you want to do the full game stack, I really like the Trevor Lawrence, um, Calvin Ridley, and if you want to throw a third-person ETN, you can run back with Nico Collins, Tank Dell, or if you just want to put Collins, that's fine. I also like shoving the ETN-Collins mini correlation stack into other larger lineups so I can have a couple of stacks mixed in into one lineup. Some of the some of the cheaper low owned guys that I'm really liking that are also coming in at lower ownership uh, is going to be uh, Durham Smythe tight end for the Dolphins. We've got Gus Edwards. 
running back for the for the uh, Baltimore Ravens, and then Josh Downs. Okay, my bold call of the week. Let's put it back on. Uh, let's look at our projected ceilings. I like to look at, for my bold calls, you know, I have guys who I think are in pretty good spots, but I also like to look at the optimal projections and see where just I think somebody is wrong at. Um, Where's the guy I'm looking for? Wow. All the way down here. Okay. So I think, I guess my bold call, yeah, look at that. Gus Edwards, Miles Sanders. We kind of just talked about this, right? Roughly you have the same points per dollar. Gus is at a percent. Miles Sanders is 16%. Pretty easy right there. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go with Justin Fields, puts up a 30, 35 point day and just kind of like kind of freaks everybody out. I think he probably runs for like 75, 80 yards, probably throws for like 250, 260 but you know, four total touchdowns. Okay. Guys have a great time. Enjoy yourselves. Vinny and Joey are going to be putting out a couple of individual videos themselves. Follow us all Twitter at JJ McIntosh at notorious DJL and at Joey props guys have a great weekend. Thanks for hopping in with me and uh, good luck. Win some money. <laughs>